Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. So welcome back again to the second part of Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. My name is John Keeley. Joined in studio here by Anne. Martina is still with me. And again, very, very uh, warm welcome to Father Patrick Cahill this morning, who's joining us to tell us a little bit more about this faith camp that Martina spoke to us a little bit about last year, told us it was coming up, so we said, OK, we'll get a programme about this. She suggested we speak with Father, Father Patrick. So, Father Patrick, can you maybe share with us, how did this camp... Well, first of all, I suppose, yeah, yeah, how, how did the camp start, or why did it start, or when did it start? Right. Uh, well, it started 10 years ago in Ardmore, actually. So in 2005, okay. there were a number of parents down there who thought it would be a good idea to do something for, for children uh, over the summer period, but something faith-based, but not so much. It's not kind of, how would you say, like a, a continuation of school. Mm. wanted to give them a kind of a lived, vibrant, joyful example uh, of the faith through, through sport, through art, through drama, mm. and also through uh, kind of basic lessons, maybe on the saints or one of the sacraments or whatever it may be. Okay. So uh, then all of this, obviously, in a, a very joyful context, you know. So that's, that's how it started. Um, I wasn't involved from the beginning, but uh, I was traveling back after my, my ordination from uh, a Divine Mercy conference up in Dublin. And I met a woman on the bus, and she said, you know, I do these uh, faith camps down in Ardmore. Would you like to get involved? So that was in 2009. I've been involved in there with uh, the camp then there in Ardmore since. So that's, that's how it started. That gave us the kind of the, the base model then that we would use and, and adapt uh, uh, as we were going along. So then when uh, Lorraine Wolf and Martina approached me mm-hmm. about... Uh, the possibility of starting one in Abbey Field, I said, yeah, it's a good idea. If you want to see what it looks like, come down. Come down to Ardmore and see what it looks like on the ground. Mm-hmm. Because um, <clears throat> while it's, uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing, it does take a bit of preparation, you know. There's a, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes to get it all up and running. Mm. But uh, thank God, no, that's, it's, since it's been running now for the last three years, this will be the third year now in Abbey Field, um, it's been greatly successful an absolute privilege to work with so many beautiful uh, children and young people Isn't that wonderful? Martina, how did you get to hear about this? Well, Lorraine's sisters uh, Lorraine's sisters were volunteering for Margaret Meehan in Ardmore mm-hmm. and um, they they just recommended it to Lorraine that you know the kids would love it so she said it to me so I said right so we packed our two cars and carted off our four children okay. and we rented a house and we stayed together uh, and we went to the camp and we actually we ended up making sandwiches for the week and doing errands for Margaret and met Father Patrick and all the, the you know the, but I said like when Ro- when Lorraine was coming home she said Martina I had planned to come down again the following year and she said Martina why not give this joy to the children of Abbey Field and I said no it's too much work couldn't yeah. work we yeah. just couldn't organise it mm. anyway uh, Lorraine persuaded me and with the help of God and Grace and volunteers and obviously it was meant to be you know um, and Father Patrick said yes to us and uh, we started in August in 2013 um, so uh, this will be our third year now so we had uh, 68 children both years um, and I have to say it's it's incredible you you have to come to experience it because there's no group come together that have so much joy in their hearts both young people and big people and uh, both for leaders volunteers and children and we all absorb into each other 
the other person's joy, you know. Really? And Father Patrick, you know, he, he just has a special charism. And it's not about him. And I mean, there's no doubt about it. He'd say it's not about, and it isn't. It's, it's, it's God's work, working through all of us, really, because every single volunteer is unique in, in God's eyes. And they're ministering to, to, to the children in their own way in the classrooms, in the yard, because there's lots of sport, both for boys and girls, and they play soccer and they play all sorts of, of games outside. And we've been blessed both years with good, good weather as well. <laughs> so, and as well as that, then, um, Father Patrick's very, is, you know, he's very tuned into the, you know, the volunteer, like we'll say, the first year we did it, we had... Um, uh, the, the sixth class came oh, and yeah. they were, um, you know, in, in the classroom and all. But the following year, they came then as, a, as, le- as volunteers, young youth leaders. Oh, yeah. And the same happened the, pre- the next year. So now we have uh, older children in Abbey Field volunteering for the camp. Now, there's, there's, there's ministry there because oh. in, when the camp finishes, we all come into the, 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 the big room and we bring down the Blessed Sacrament and we do an hour's adoration in thanksgiving for today and in preparation for tomorrow that the Lord would give us the grace and the strength and the wisdom and whatever else and all of the lessons have to be gone through and all the rest you know Mm. so there's a lot of prayer attached to it and graces flow from that beautiful so Father what happens at a camp well uh, before we get there at all Mm. um, we we prepare lessons so uh, we've done different lessons like on maybe the Miraculous Medal or Lady of Knock uh, then some Bible stories. Um, and so we try to bring them to life, uh, make these things kind of important, make them life-giving, joyful, mm-hmm. and present them to the children, obviously, in a language that they can understand. Um, so we're very clear on the fact that, that as, as Martina said earlier, this is the work of the Lord. So we really want the Lord to be at the center, you know? Yeah. So this might sound politically incorrect but it's not about a kind of a generic idea of God mm. really discovering Jesus Christ and the Catholic Church mm. really discovering our, our faith and our identity mm. uh, because we believe you know we believe it has something to offer we believe it sets us free mm. then uh, the days then are composed of um, depending on, on the group they'll all have uh, sport they'll all have drama they'll all have music they'll all have a lesson and then we all have a prayer time together in the morning and uh, daily mass, actually. Now, that might sound like a lot. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it does to me, anyway. It does indeed. But as I say, what, 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 something which is essential to the camp and maybe surprising in, initially was that, um, as Martina mentioned as well, while the camp is for young people, it's for, while it's for children, uh, you, you need a lot of hands on deck to make all this happen. Yeah. So you need volunteers. So who, who can volunteer if not parents and then students who are off from school for the summer holidays? So it ends up, even though you, it's being aimed at the children, mm. you actually you bring everyone with yeah. you because even the young people may not necessarily uh, be, we'll say, 100% practicing. You know, they believe in God, yes. Yeah. But uh, the, the details may be a bit fuzzy. Mm. In, in teaching and in leading and in being there, they learn so much themselves. You know, mm-hmm. so there's there's more going on. It's it, it's far more than just by you know pushing information into a children's oh, absolutely, head. Absolutely, yeah. Children's head. It's about giving them a lived experience of it all. But also, then the leaders learn so much, um, and then of course the parents then seeing that faith can be joyful and life giving. Uh, that things this inspires them that that our church really has something to offer, and our, our church, which in a way does need to be to be rebuilt does need to be strengthened and its identity i think does need to be kind of carved out again you know um, 
that we understand what it really means to be Catholic, you know, the, the, the mm. of our faith. I was just thinking there, you know, as you're sharing that, um, it really couldn't happen really without the parents, could it? No, of course not, oh, for many reasons. Um, mm. Obviously, if they don't want, the, if they, don't, they don't allow the children to come, that's yeah. that. But um, uh, with their with their support, what's very touching, I think, is that uh, the last day of the camp, um, basically the parents are invited uh, to come to the the closing of it all. Mm. We they have the, we have the closing mass, and then all the dramas that they learn during the week they perform for the parents. And then all of the action songs that we've learned during the week, we perform for the parents. Now, the atmosphere is electric. It is. Yes. It would power a city in New York. Yeah, uh, uh. Oh, but it's just, it's just, it's like the, the whole place just oozes joy. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to eventually wind it down and, and let them go home, you know? Mm. You see then is that the, the, the little children will come over to whoever their leaders were for, during the week. Normally, we'd have a, a kind of a, a main leader, a senior leader. Uh-huh. And then a couple of assistants, you know, for toilet runs and all this kind yes. of thing. Um, so they'll come over and they'll grab onto the leg and they'll say, bye, really, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. gorgeous You get to know the kids quite well uh, over the course of the week uh, within the group. And what I'm saying is it's just, it's there's such an atmosphere of family. Yes. Uh, and then, like, you, you kind of, you stand back, I think, at the end of the week. Uh, Martin, I'm sure it's the same for you. You stand back at the end of the week and you go, this is it. This is the church. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, a week, is this Monday to Friday? No, well, in, in Abbey Field, it's actually Tuesday to Friday. Tuesday to Friday. Yeah. Okay, 9.30 roughly till about 3 o'clock or whatever. The 4th to the 7th of August. It's it's the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, after the bank holiday, Monday in August. Okay. Yeah. When you went to Saturday off in Abbey Field, what sort of reaction did you get? I mean, did you find it hard to Saturday Oh, we thought we might only get maybe 20, but sure. I mean, they all came the last week then. And you see, it's, we, we price it low because we want the children to come to experience it because okay. we know once they get in the gate... They absolutely love it. There's no, there, there was no child had anything negative to say about about the camp the first year. We couldn't believe it, you know. So I mean, it's really cheap. And I, I tell them when I, I go into the schools before they close, you know, mm-hmm. to remind them, and I said it's the cheapest camp in town. I mm-hmm. said it's forty euro for the first child okay. and twenty euro for uh, the second sibling. So yeah. that's very reasonable, you know. Very, very, very and, much um, so. And I assume then, I know Abby feels brilliant for this, but I assume before one starts this sort of thing off in a parish, they'd really have to chat with their own parish priest first and, and get the okay and so on and so forth. If, if a, a parish wants to take it on. Yeah. Does it usually come from the parents or does it, does it usually come from the priest or, or who does it come with in terms of people wanting to start it off? I'm guessing it's more, more the parents, really, because... Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 I suppose like it, when when Mary Meehan started this in Ardmore ten years ago, she had no idea that there would ever be kind of sister camps, if you will. Yes, okay. Either that, that, that it, 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 it was possible to export it, but um, she got in contact with <coughs> a lot of young people involved in a group called U2000. So oh, yeah. they're, they're mm-hmm. teens from all across the country. So once they had the experience of it, um, that's exactly how how, how Lorraine heard how Lorraine and uh, and Martina heard about mm-hmm. it, their their sister there. So. Uh, that's how I suppose the message went went out that this kind of thing is possible. So I guess in a way it's coming from the grassroots up. It's coming from the lay people who see this kind of thing happening, and uh, especially I think for for parents who want to give their their children an authentic experience of the faith and who want to want them to to, to experience that joy and that, uh, that that the faith really does set us free. And like I say, once mm-hmm. you see it in action, you can't help but want it for your child. Mm-hmm. It's an absolute privilege to be part of. 
not to mention in the fact that while having parents involved, teens involved, children who are obviously uh, treated like royalty for the week, mm. um, you'd have maybe the local priests popping in, and there are a few sisters from my community, and if there are sisters in the locality, obviously they pop in as well. So the, the you you see the whole faith community involved, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, very importantly, the children see it. So they see young sisters. They see um, uh, teenagers yes. who lovely they aspire mm-hmm. to be like, who are exemplary and who mm-hmm. go to mass and who pray. And you know, I think you you, you they see the various steps of faith, if you will. So uh, it's that's not, encouraging. You know, I think I think it's the the, the example given by all of those who attend and the older leaders and that I think it's it's contagious without and this is kind of I suppose the things that you don't learn by through lessons but the things that you learn through seeing the things that you learn through example yeah, you see that, that uh, Jesus Christ has set us free he wants us to be happy he wants us to be to live a beautiful life here and then live forever with him in heaven that's the good news. That is the good news. Now, Martina, this is the third year now, mm-hmm. so obviously the people there must enjoy it. Must oh, have yeah. got something and, the first know, I have to. I have to say, you know, Father John O'Shea, when I when we approached him, Lorraine and I, mm. you know, he said absolutely, so Martina, and he actually extended the, the 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 insurance of the parish for us. You know, and he does that for the week. Very good. And. Um, you know, he 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 visits us. Father Joe visits us. Canon Neville visits us. Um, Sister Delia and Sister Perpetua come down, and you see, we and we have a big uh, gathering. Then in the evening, all the volunteers we feed we feed them during the day in the school, and then we have a big meal for them in the, wow. in the evening. In the in the and you know, there's there's gorgeous, you know, camaraderie there, and it's all. F- like they, we have music and we have songs and but like a, a lot of it, you know, we talk about our faith and what God means to us and miracles and you know I'd say children must love some of the miracle stories oh yeah I just one story John last Mm-mm. year with the, for, for the junior infants and the senior infants they did Our Lady of Guadalupe oh, yeah. and Lorraine okay. and I and several a couple of more mm. volunteers we cut out probably 40 tilmas oh, out of car, yeah. uh, um, brown paper yeah. and then we cut out about 150 <laughs> no with 40 Our Ladies and yeah. about 150 roses yeah. and they put Our Lady in the middle of the tilma Oh, and they but they decorated the and they came out in the first evening with the tilma over their head over their shoulders with her lady and decorated with all the roses so that's the type of thing you know and I brought in Keen's uh, they do fabulous stuff in art you know yeah, yeah. and Keen has the first year he, he it's a jam jar as you can this see this is your own son okay. yeah, yeah. Um, turned upside down with our lady stuck to the cover and sprinklies inside in the in in, in the water it's filled up with water when you shake it our lady is oh, glistening Beautiful. And uh, Dominique, we have a fabulous um, um, artist from up the country. My God, she's totally gifted, and she mm-hmm. come, she's coming again this year. And Nolik from Mitchellstown, she does drama, and they they act out the lives of the saints for the grannies and the granddads and the mums and the fathers, the mums and the dads on the Friday afternoon. It's brilliant. And, and you know what I was just thinking there, Father. You know, by uh, as Martina was saying, um, kids are beginning to realise that there is such. Um, a person that they did before or, or, or a, um, an event as a Lady of Guadeloupe or the Saint here and the Saint there. They never would have heard that before. But this is introducing these saints and a Lady of Guadeloupe to them in a very sort of a fun visual, way, it's a visual, visual way, way that they can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, in a way, I, I find that all the disappointing, maybe even shocking, like, that the children don't know these stories. Why? Because they love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You t- 
tell them the stories like they're fascinated like Our Lady appeared on the mountain yeah. and uh, Juan Diego yeah. and what, mm-hmm. he said, what sign will I give the bishop the bishop won't believe me bishop that's won't right believe me. and she says pick up the roses and so on and so forth he does he finds roses in the middle of winter puts them into his cloak which we call a tilma yeah Drops the roses in front of the in front of the bishop, and what happened? What happened? And the kids are like, "No, what happened? What happened?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah brilliant. <laughs> and they do this in the classroom, you know. They have they have a little cloth, and they have roses gathered, plastic roses, and they let the the, the, the roses fall down the floor. And you hear the children, "Wow!" <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. You let the picture yeah. of Our Lady fall down in front of you, know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they go, "Oh, wow!" And then, see, they remember that, and then yes. the lesson. You know, Our Lady mm. is with us. Yeah. Our Lady cares. Our Lady's our mother. Mm. Yeah. One thing which might be important for your listeners as well here this morning is that, um, as I said, we have those three generations involved. We have everything aimed at the young people. We have the mm. teenagers uh, helping and assisting them. We have parents then coming along and uh, running all the, 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 the stuff in the background, the tea and the sandwiches and everything. Mm. Also for your listeners, um, they're not excluded in this camp. Their prayers, their sacrifices, the fact mm. that they actually maybe can't come to Mass and, and therefore listening to this show yes. uh, that, that's so important to what we do because there is a deeper level there is a, a spiritual level to what we do while, mm-hmm. while I say it is great fun and all of that at the end of the day we're trying to communicate something far deeper we're trying to communicate this, this profound love for God which will carry them God willing through the rest of their lives <laughs> before mm-hmm. the pearly gates of heaven you mm-hmm. know there is a, a profound uh, unity that we live also with the, the, the sick people Generally, before the camps, we contact prayer groups or, or in closed orders, and we ask them to pray for the camps. So, at the poor Clares, uh, they're beside the bonds in Cork or up in, in Galway, uh-huh. we'll be praying for the camps. So, there is a, a, a real unity of the whole church. Uh, during these camps yeah I, I send 10 yeah, letters beautiful. 10 letters to the Port Clare conference all over between Ireland and England and Wales and Scotland and they're all praying for the camp during the week that beautiful yeah. so how many is coming to the Abbey Field Oh, we're hoping 70 again this year plus, yeah. Is it all from Abbeyfield? No, uh, Temple Glanton, Turnafalla, Duar, um, and we have, like, we'll have about 25 adult volunteers and we'll have between 10 and 12 youth volunteers. Two stories, one story, my, one mother rang me up last year after the, her, her daughter came as a volunteer for mm. the first time. She said, mm. it was the first time that she never complained after she coming home the first evening. <laughs> and the, the following morning, every single morning, she, she couldn't wait to come down to the school. Wow. Now, this was a teenager who'd normally be cranky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the, the first year, um, the week after the camp finished, I met a woman in Super Value and she stopped me and she said, Martina, I have to put my hands up and say, we don't normally pray. Her daughter was at the camp. But on the Friday evening when the camp finished, she came home and she said, Mom, I want a table and a white cloth. And she took it up to her bedroom and she had a little uh, rosary bead made. She had the little statue of Our Lady in the jam jar. Mm. She put the white cloth on the thing. She put the, 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 uh, the jam jar up. She put the rosary bead up and she wanted a little candle. And she said she knelt down and she said a prayer. Oh, you talk about evangelization. I mean, this is the new evangelization. As Father just said, there, you know, yeah. that that's faith in action. And, and, and I suppose uh, it all comes back, Father, is it not? You know, to be open to whatever the Lord is asking us to do. In this case, the Lord was asking Martina to stick her neck out a little bit and her friends to get this going. Oh yes, I mean, at, at the beginning, obviously, it's it's daunting. Anything to do. With, uh, with children, even though, as, as she said, we were only expecting maybe 20, 25, mm-hmm. but we'll do it anyway. I mean, you have to start somewhere. But, uh, you know, arranging the school and advertising it, you have no idea how many are going to come, especially when you start. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a risk, but like, I guess 
when, when we do something knowing that it's the will of God, when, we, when you know it's the will of God, then you don't really have to worry about all the other bits and pieces. I mean, at the end of the day, he's the one who has to inspire the hearts and, and, and call people. We do what we can. Mm-hmm. Um, as Martina said, it's, it's 40 euro for the first child, and then it's a 20 or 25? 20 euro for the, yeah, mm-hmm. for each sibling after that. But it's, uh, what we do is, is non-profit. I mean, everything goes yes. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's, that's the beauty of it. We're doing this for the glory of God. We, yeah. don't, we don't earn a cent from this, but we don't want to. That's not what it's about. No. You know, no. And I suppose it's important to say as well, John, that, that all the adults are guarded. Of course. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. and, and like we, we comply completely with all child protection policies and that. Mm-hmm. Very important, very important. Mm-hmm. One thing just before we go, I, I see down here on a little note here, you also include adoration for children. Oh, there. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that, you'd want a whole programme to, to, to find out about mm-hmm. it. Like, that all tied up with me meeting Antoinette. Yeah. And she came down the mm-hmm. first year to help us mm-hmm. with, the, with the camp. And so our, Jesus is exposed upstairs mm-hmm. in, in the principal's office mm-hmm. in a beautiful little altar. And people, we have, we have um, a convoy of people then, you know, a rota. And then Father Patrick does the mu- music ministry and he includes that. He's just down the corridor from, from the adoration room mm-hmm. and he brings the children for about 10 minutes. And, and so every class is exposed to adoration every day. Beautiful. So, I mean, this all helps, you know, and when I do adoration with the children, I say that Jesus is, grace is coming through the walls and the ceiling. So this, the whole school is mm-hmm. involved, you know, he's blessing every single thing that we do for the whole week. Isn't that lovely? And I suppose um, if somebody wanted to become in- involved with this particular size with a child um, from outside of Abbeyfield, is that possible? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, 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 I've just put application forms. Actually, uh, the application forms are, are in, in the porches of the church in Abbeyfield, the four porches. Okay. And they're also in Eurosaver, mm-hmm. and they're also in Danny Scanlon's paint shop. So if somebody from AD in Newcastle West is they listening to this program... They can call into Euro, Eurosaver, or they can call into Danny Scanlon's paint shop, or they can call into any of the porches in the church. And they'll be there for until July, the end of July. How many did you say you can hold? About 168, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can fold. Well, over 130, anyway. Wow, well, so that's something. The Lord will provide. Father, it's a wonderful initiative. Um, it's it's a wonderful ministry to have, you know, to, to, to be working for children and through children and working through their parents and their grandparents. And thank you so much indeed for just reminding us as, as grandparents who might be able to come and maybe those who are who are sick at the moment listen to this program, I know quite a few of them are, that they play such an important role. They do. They do. No, they, as I say, they, they are essential to this because we get a, a short window of opportunity to transmit something which hopefully will stand to them for the rest of their lives, you know. Mm-hmm. We, we can top it up every year, but what we're, without meaning to sound maybe exaggerate, without meaning to exaggerate, mm-hmm. like, it, this is a, a spiritual battle, you know, that what, yeah. what they experience, yeah. the kind of joy and love and, and everything that they experience with us is, is wonderful. But uh, once they leave and once they go back into the world, they're exposed to an awful lot of well, negativity, darkness even. You yeah. know? Mm. And like, when I was growing up, I didn't have to fight the kind of battles that teenagers have to fight these days. I mean, back in, I, mean, I grew up with it, and I'm, I'm only 36. Mm-hmm. I grew up with Little House in the Prairie and Highway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. That's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Whereas even, even some of the cartoons that, that, that kids watch today or that they're exposed to, they do not present positive messages, good messages at all. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, and you have to have something to negate that, you know. Exactly. Not to mention teenagers. Teenagers are even even worse. Like the 
the battles they have to fight are, are, are astounding. So what we aim to give um, is, is, is armour for a spiritual battle, and that's where uh, all of these wonderful um, sick people and or aged people come into this, because they're powerful. They're, the power of their prayer, the power of their sacrifice is, is astounding, and I guess we'll only understand it the, the far side of the pearly gates, but um, you, I, I thank you. I thank you all in advance for everything that you do and, and everything that you offer for, for our faith camp now in, in August. Father, I thank you also Praise for coming God. on and sharing that good news with us and, uh, and sharing those lovely, encouraging words for us all to join in and help in this wonderful ministry. Father, you, you'll stay with us for part three when we share the gospel, please? Indeed. In the meantime, we're going for a bit of music again and again because it's children again. Uh, good Morning Jesus um, album by Dana. This one is entitled We Are the Children of the World. So let's hear this.
Sacred Space on West Limerick 102.